Dear Chaveirim, Agut, Erev, Shabbos, we are dedicating these words, Le'ilui Nishmas Menashe ben Salomon, Saleh, may his neshama have an aliyah, Amen. This Shabbos, Shabbos Yud Beis Tamus. Yud Beis Tamus is the Chag of Geula of the Rebbe, the Friedek Rebbe. And Bahashgacha Pratis, this week, this Shabbos, we read the double portions of Chukas and Balak. Towards the end of the portion of Chukas, when the Torah is telling us that Moshe Rabbeinu sent messengers right before he engaged in battle against Sichon and the Emirates, so the Torah uses the words, Vayishlach Yisrael Malachim, that the Jewish people sent the spies, and Rashi right away asks, no, 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 Moshe Rabbeinu sent the spies. To which Rashi famously answers, that is to teach all of us, that Moshe hu Yisrael, the Yisrael heim Moshe, shehanasi hu hakoil. Yeah, Moshe Rabbeinu sent. And the Yidin sending means one and the same because we are one with the Rebbe and the Rebbe is one with us. So therefore celebrating the Friedrich Rebbe's Chag of his redemption, as he himself writes, means it's not only a redemption for the Rebbe, but it's our redemption, a very special Shabbos. On top of that, this Shabbos is Shabbos before we're going to make the 39th Siyum Harambam. God willing, this week on Yud Zayin Tamus, Shiva Asabar Tamus, and God willing, it's going to be a day of Yom Tif. Shiva Asabar Tamus will be the 39th time that those who learn three chapters of Rambam a day, those who learn the daily mitzvah from Sefer HaMitzvahs will conclude the entire cycle. Those of us who are learning one Pedic of Rambam a day will be celebrating our 13th Ah, Bar Mitzvah, our 13th cycle, meaning on the 18th day, this coming Friday, we are all going to restart our daily Limut Harambam. So I would like to share some words and share a story that certainly will inspire all of us to get on the bandwagon, to make a hachlata. And as the Rebbe pointed out many times, one step at a time, let's make a two-week hachlata. So we should chaparain and get the end of the cycle and right away go into the beginning of the new cycle and Hashem will help that you will inspire me and I will inspire you to continuously learn the daily Shiran Rambam by sharing the following introduction. Indeed, in both of the parshas of this week, we read about engaging in battle. Chukas has towards the end the big battles that we engaged with the Emirates, with Sichon, their king, the, the giant, with the next giant, Oig, the king of Bashan, the tremendous miracles that Hashem performed for us, how we overcame and won those battles. We were mamish victorious. The whole parsha of Balak is about a large struggle and battle. True, not on the battlefield, not on the physical battlefield, but you know, it was a huge struggle. They were trying to harm us. Vachule, vachule. And furthermore, as we say in the Shema, that life can be divided into two parts. You have the B'shiftach HaBeveisecha part. You know, there are the moments of life that we are living in our homes. And then we have the U'belechta HaBaderech. Then we have the part of life in which we're out there engaging in battle. And how true is that in nowadays? Right before the coming of Mashiach, that there's so much uncertainty out there. The challenges appear to so many to be even greater as they were earlier. 
that we all need to derive koyach, what power will I have to overcome these challenges by properly facing them down and succeeding? And for that, the Torah tells us, those of us, myself included, who have the schus to be learning the daily pedic of Rambam, this Shabbos, we learned, we learned the seventh chapter of Hilchas Malachim, and the whole Patek is speaking about the special Koyan that was designated, that was appointed, and actually anointed to be the one offering inspirational words to the troops right before they engaged in battle. Now, what does a soldier need to hear? When we are going out there, and it's challenging, what is the most important that we need to know, that we need to feel, that we need to experience? I'll tell you the one thing, that we are not alone. And indeed, this is the crux of the words that are being shared by the Kayan Mashiach Melchama. By telling the people, and he's quoting words in the Pasig, that thou shall not have any fear, and don't panic, and don't buckle in the battle. Why? Because Ki Hashem Eloikechem Ha'oylechimachem. That's the Nakoda, because Hashem is with you. You know, loneliness, being alone, is that which most than anything else takes away our power. And in the reverse, in the positive, knowing, feeling that God is with me. If God is with me, then there's nothing I cannot do. And I would like to share with you the following amazing story that just happened a few months ago. And all of this will lead us back into our, God willing, strong hachlata of rededicating ourselves to learn the daily Ramba. Rabbi Avraham Moshe Klar, a Yid that was born in Poland in the early 30s, moved from Poland to Argentina and raised a beautiful family of children and grandchildren that are oiskin betreiro ube mitzvahs. He decided towards the end of his life a few years ago to do the mitzvah of settling in the Holy Land and he made an aliyah to live in Eretz Yisrael. He and his family settled in a neighborhood called Shoimer HaChoymes and he continued to live the same life that he, le- that he lived in Argentina. He was a frumayid and there was something unique about this Rabbi Avraham Moshe which was that since he became Bar Mitzvah as he was inspired by his bar mitzvah teacher that he remembers. We're going back now almost uh, 80 years ago in Argentina. A rav by the name of Rabzeev Greenberg who told him, who told this then young Avraham Moshe, take the Sefer Kitzur Shulchan Aruch and learn one halacha a day from it. And this concept of him learning every day a halacha from the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch stuck with him and you would never see him walking without his Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. This is how he lived in Argentina. This is how his new neighbors in the Holy Land saw him, that he is walking with the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. There are two friends that never parted. Sadly, a few months ago, as we mentioned, Chav Zayin Nissen, now Tav Pei, now it was a Monday night, Monday was Chavav. Chav Zayin Nissen is a very uh, special day in our calendar, Lubavitcher calendar, we remember. Monday night, he passes away. Now, being that sadly all of this happened during the coronavirus, and there were many people that were passing a few months ago in Eretz Yisrael. On top of that, for those who know, the Chevre Kadisha in Yerushalayim have many menhagim that they're very strict to. Firstly, no one who passes away is allowed to remain unburied even for one night. So if a Yid passes away, even at night, he's buried that night. Number two, 
you have to have a minion, a minion by a burial, but because of the coronavirus and they are working, the Hebrew Kaddisha members are working in close proximity, they made a rule that only five people of the Hebrew Kaddisha will attend one Leviah and one burial. Because if there is a larger group working together, if one of them, God forbid, would get the virus, then the others will have to quarantine and, and they were needed. So they made a klal no more than five, which means that the family has to provide at least five members. Don't forget that in Yerushalayim, the Hebrew Kaddisha, they do not allow sons, they do not allow even grandsons to be mamish by the burial. You can go out to, uh, to the Harazesim or to the Haramanuchas, but you have to be a little bit removed, aside of many, many other menhagim, but let's come back to the minion. So normally you have to have five family members, taka, not sons, not grandsons, but you can have a son-in-law, you can have other you know, close relatives, as long as they are not sons or grandsons that can go in Yerushalayim to the burial. But this Clark family, some of them still lived in Argentina. And Bechal then you were unable even to travel to Eretz Yisrael. The ones who lived in Eretz Yisrael, who was there? Sons were there, grandsons were there. There were a couple of son-in-laws, but they were Kahanim. So it turned out punk, that this Klar family had very few family members that would be allowed to go to the actual burial. Now the time that they got together in Shamgar, in the funeral home in Yerushalayim, was 1 a.m. Kaddish, it was Nisan, no, Noah has paid them, are made. They said Kaddish, Tehillim, Kaddish. There were plenty of people for that. But now going out to Har HaZesim, Hebra Kaddisha had a van, five people. And they realized 1 a.m., Right during the coronavirus, that there's only four people from the family that are able to go along for the burial. And that's a dilemma. You need to have a minion. They were not expecting to find a yid 1 a.m. in the morning in Yerushalayim. Bechal, people were staying indoors. There, I think there were still rules then that people cannot go outside. So the Hebrew Kaddisha, with no other option, decided we'll have to break our own rule and we're going to call a sixth member of the Hebrew Kaddisha to join us. As they are about to do that, appears an elderly Yid. And he walks over to them and he says, I am going to the burial. He's speaking to them in Yiddish. So Avram Moshe's son, Rabbi Leo, may he be well, who related this story, it says, I never saw that Yid in my life. I asked him, why, why are you going? Who are you to us? We never saw you before. So he responded in Yiddish. No, he says, I'm a, I'm a relative. Elio Klar says, I had no idea that we have relatives in Yerushalayim. They already made Yishu Eretz Yisrael for over three years. What, what relative? So they were convinced that he's confusing them with another burial. Sadly, every 30 minutes there was another Levi and Shamgad, and every 30 minutes another group went out to Harazesim or to Haramanuchas. So he told him, to which family are you related to? So he says, I'm related to Avram Moshe. And with that, he went into their car, Eliyahu and the other sons who would have wanted to engage more with this newfound relative, they, they didn't go along. Whoever was there, he sat in the car, they went to Harazesim, he was the 10th Jew, they got a minion, they did the burial. On the way back, first they picked up to, to get everyone home, they picked up the son Elio. So Elio finally has another opportunity to sit for a few moments in the car with this newfound relative. And he asks him, Rabid, what's your name? So he responds, my name is Gansfried. And before they had time to continue the conversation, this Reb Gansfried asked to be left off. He asked to go and they dropped him off. 
and Elios think to himself, Gansfried, what do we have with Gansfried, Gansfried? And then he hopped. Rabshloime Gansfried wrote the, the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. And he realized that it must have been that this, his father, who every day learned the halacha from the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, became so close that Rabshloime Gansfried went with him. And if there was a need for a minion, he came down from his place in Ganeiden and he was the 10th Jew to make sure that Avram Moshe is buried with a minion. And my friends, how powerful is that? That those of us who have the schus, that until now we are dedicated to the learning of the daily Rambam. And all of us have the schus and have the power and have the ability to get onto this bandwagon. My friends, we are not alone. Indeed, Bechlal Hashem Elikeichem is always with us. But to add to that, in a more revealed way, understanding that we as Hasidim, the Reb is with us. And now that we are going to rededicate ourselves to the Limud Yoimi of Rambam, we should know that the Rambam is walking with you. And the Rambam is walking with me. We are not alone. And with that confidence and with that power, indeed, we will be able to overcome all of our challenges and to overcome the Iker challenge, which is the challenge of Golos, by bringing the Aleph of Geula into our Golos. And may all of us merit to celebrate the real Chag HaGeula of Yud Beis Tammuz together with Mashiach Tzidkenu celebrating the Geula. May that happen now. Amen. Chevra. Good Shabbos. Una good Yom Tev.